out of all the existing sandwiches, 32 of them have made the slice and are into the final bracket. But in order to be crowned champion, first, they must make the Wheat 16. This week's three contenders emerge out of, you might call, the Wacky Wheel, though such a thing did not officially exist in our selection show. We have three different sandwiches, each contending for their spot in the Wheat 16. I mean, if all three of them make it, it'll blow up the Wheat 16. It'll, it'll be like a Wheat 25. Yeah. You've never talked in my intro before. Things are changing. Oh. This is amazing. No, it's fine. This week, three sandwiches. The Vegemite sandwich, the Marmite sandwich, and the ice cream sandwich. Who will make it on the menu? Will any of them make it on the menu? Will all of them make it on the menu? Let's now, find out. Point of clarification. You called it Vegemite. Is it Vegemite or is it Vegemite? I think it's Vegemite. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> okay. This week, those three sandwiches. Let's see who makes it on the menu. Cue intro. Is it affordable, ethical? Is it healthy and clean? Is it first aid appropriate, even though he's married? Is the origin true? Doesn't matter to me. All that really matters is celebrities. Joe will pick a sandwich now. It's his religion to figure it out. He ate the food. He'll rate. He'll choose. Will it end up on the menu? Oh, what sandwich will he choose? Joe picks a sandwich now. I mean, that was an interesting experiment, talking in the intro. It felt, it felt, it felt weird, Dan. Wow, look, we need to, let's shake everything up. We're it, doing it felt, three it, sandwiches. It, it, it's, it felt like taking like a nap in someone else's bed. Like, it's comfortable, but you, but, you, but you know you shouldn't be there. Yeah, I remember that one time when I was house-sitting for <laughs> your parents and your, uh, your dog, um, your, your former dog. I think he's passed away, but I'm not sure. Tyler, yes, yeah. me. May he rest in peace. Yeah. And they were like, oh, just sleep in, uh, sleep in our master bedroom. And I was like, it was very strange. But like the alternatives were sleeping in your bedroom, sleeping in Julia's room, your sister, or I guess I could sleep on the couch or whatever, which was my normal spot. Yeah. Like it's, it's empirically comfortable, but, but, but yet you can't relax. That's and what t- it was like talking in the intro. Yeah. And Tyler was like treating me like he's like. It was like coming into the bedroom, like doing his normal routine. But then it was like, he was like, wait a second. Something's off here. Yeah, exactly. That was like you. You're walking into your intro. Like, wait, wait, this isn't right. Someone else is talking. Yeah, something. But, but you know what? Let's go nuts. Uh, three sandwiches and Joe. This is a spoiler alert. Or it's not even a spoiler alert. Maybe it's, um, what do they call it? It's a teaser. Uh-oh. I have not had, I'm, I would already be segueing into the first section. I don't believe I've ever had Marmite in my life. The last time I had Vegemite was at least 20 years ago. Right now, my lovely wife has prepared. I have a single blind Wait. piece. Go ahead. Did you? D- if you did the same thing, this would be I crazy. did the same thing. I haven't tried it yet. I have okay. it in front of me. But I have it single blind. So I have one labeled A, one labeled B, and Megan has written which is A and which is B in a hidden thing, which I have underneath the plate. Okay, so, I haven't done that, but... But but it's it's interesting. I have not tried it yet this week. Wow, wow. 
All right, this is crazy. So we each. How come you're not doing a hidden C of 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 telling which one is the ice cream sandwich or not? <laughs> it would, that, that would require more experimental uh, skill than I think uh, <laughs> Megan has. I've already consumed, I would say, many an ice cream sandwich because uh, the ice cream sandwiches it was like an eight pack for like three dollars or something. So I, I haven't tried the ice cream sandwich yet either. This wow. is everything's going to be live. This is like uh, this is like a live show. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is exciting. I'm excited and, because... And to me, it is a little bit of a double blind test because I've forgotten which sandwich is which. Well, so they're already prepared. They're prepared. They're sitting right... Look, they're sitting right in front of me. I have now, them right here. I would have told you I would have thought that Vegemite and Marmite were like the same thing. But just looking at them right now, and this is where it's single blind, and you'll like... If you remember, you'll know the difference. One of them is much thicker and much darker and the other one is much thinner, and it, it's clearly like um, uh, it's it's almost like melting. It's it's like uh, it's it's like sort of a melted butter effect where it's like shimmering. So since we're really doing this live, and neither of us have tried one yet, can we just talk about the fact that they both smell terrible? Well, <laughs> so all right, let's just jump into section A. Uh, what's your history with the sandwich? Since I've never had either. I've had many ice cream sandwiches, though. I will say. I will say, Dan, uh, I, I texted you with this question, and I don't know if I quite agree with the answer. Are we in the camp? Are ice cream sandwiches supposed to be square, rectangle, or round? Now, most of my experience with ice cream sandwiches has been the rectangle or the round. Yeah, Liz, your sister, and you texted me this too, was insistent that square was like the classic. I, I meant rectangle. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did you get square? Yeah. You wait, said wait. Square. Did you get the square that's surrounded by chocolate or the two like wafers? No. No, it's 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 the two dark chocolate cookies, wafers on each okay. side. Then I think that's fine. I think and, the square and the rectangle are the same. And it's Klondike brand. And Liz was like, that's like the most name brand you could get. So yeah. She, you know, we were looking for the most classic version of it. Now, I the other question I have with the, the ice cream supermarket sandwich. brand. You t- it was in your shot. The like cheapest rectangle one was in the the picture you sent me. That's what I thought you were gonna. Yeah, get. but then you said square back to me. I meant rectangle. I well, I mean a rectangle is a kind. Oh no, a square is a rectangle, not <laughs> yeah. the other way around. I, I it's 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 my fault. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I've had many an ice cream sandwich. Okay. Well, when I brought this up with. Megan, she said, I mean, Megan is a big It's It's lover, which is a type of ice cream sandwich surrounded by two chocolate chip cookies, which is sort of a Bay Area staple, but I believe they're pretty nationwide at this point. Uh, but I was like, no, It's 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 is like too specialty for an ice cream sandwich, well, though I, they are available nationwide and delicious. Look, I mean, we're in our first section, the definition section, and I think this is a good point to talk about this. Uh, do you can still consider it... What is okay? Let's do what we did last week. Okay, I'm going to list some elements. You tell me if it needs to have it for it to, uh, to be an ice cream sandwich. Does it need ice cream? Yeah, yes. Okay. I mean, good. We're off to a good start. Does it need? Uh, does it need two cookies on either side? Can you have an open face ice cream sandwich? Oh, well, I would have thought the question you were going to go to was, does the ice cream need to be vanilla ice cream? We're but, getting there. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> We're going out of bars. So what, does it need to have two? What did you say? Can you have an open face ice cream sandwich? I don't think so. Okay, interesting. Does it have to be vanilla ice cream? 
I don't think so. Okay, now here's the most important question, really. There's sort of the sort of generic, like I think the classic yeah. ice cream sandwich, which is this weird, dark chocolate wafer. Yeah. That you would never you would never have that cookie separate from the ice cream sandwich. Like the cookie doesn't exist outside of ice cream sandwiches. And it has like weird air holes in it. Yeah. Or, like I'm, I'm eating this thing and I was wondering like what is this? Or in the history it says like oh it, it was started out as like graham crackers, but it's like <laughs> these aren't graham crackers. Like graham crackers are like have much more of a uh, like that pow- uh, crummy nature like when you chew them like this doesn't have that. Right. Right. Is it still an ice cream sandwich if it's if it's too say like chocolate chip cookies for example? I, I mean I, I have to say yes because I think it's it's does qualify. I think that's just like a premium ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I agree on the definition. Now the Marmite and Vegemite definition, I don't even know. Was I supposed to put jam on this too, or I I just put the Marmite and Vegemite in a sandwich? I think for our purposes that's fine. Though I do think that. When people have it, they will put like toast with butter and then this spread on top. Though I think some people just have it normally. I did put koala meat in mine. That's a that's that's classic, right? But only the Vegemite. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, not the Marmite. You wouldn't mix koala meat with Marmite. Come no, on, that would be <laughs> absolute insult. The Queen would be displeased. But my history with them. So you said you've never had them. I've had Vegemite before. I've had it. 20 years ago, I was on a scuba diving trip in the South Pacific, and this was a thing. It was just like, you're out in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, all right, everybody, like, have your, like, breakfast Vegemite. And everybody was like, oh, gross, or whatever. And then the, uh, you know, like, all of the the locals were just, like, eating the Vegemite, no problem. And it was like, it, you know, it was a thing. Like, the the uh, instructors were just, like, eating it and pretending it was good. But I don't know. Maybe it is good. <laughs> Maybe well, they, I mean, they actually do like it. I don't know. Having not ever tried it but smelled it and found it disgusting, I do think there's a bit of, like, th- there are things that are culturally acquired tastes. Like, um, you know, like peanut butter. Like, my dad, who wasn't born in America, finds peanut butter gross. It's crazy. He doesn't care for it. Finds the idea of it disgusting. It's a, but it's just like very much, but something that if you grew up with, it's normal to you. I'm so. is it just the texture? I think it's a flavor issue and a texture issue. Hmm. I don't know what's to dislike. That's crazy. So to him, peanut butter might be like Vegemite. Peanut butter is his Vegemite. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, but you have no history with either of them, so let's just... I mean, we have a, a, such a packed episode. Let's get into the actual history of the things. And yeah. the one thing I like about this episode is that this, these are brand names. Therefore, their websites just nicely tell me the history, which is great. So, let's start where it all begin, Joe. Marmite, which was invented first. Actually, uh, let me let me double-check this, because I think Marmite... I think the order of these three things... Actually, I've already spoiled the whole thing. What do you think the, the order is? And for our, our our few listeners at home, what do you think the order of invention is between Marmite, Ice Cream Sandwich, and Vegemite? I mean, is this like a history like uh, a la uh, smuckers.com? Yeah, yes. 
in, in 10,000 BC, man discovered grapes. <laughs> well, the question is, when was ice cream invented? It's a fantastic question. All right, I, I've got timelines here. So I've got a core thread. Who invented the ice cream sandwich? I've got a date. I know when Vegemite was invented, when the Vegemite brand, and I know when Marmite was invented based on the uh, Wikipedia article. So what do you think? What What's the order? I think I think Marmite was first. And then what was second? Vegemite. And then the ice cream sandwich third. Joe, you are dead wrong, buddy. Wow. I would think ice cream sandwiches had to, like, you know, refrigeration had to be more in vogue. <laughs> Real late on the trigger on that one. It's very late. But uh, interestingly enough, we'll start at the beginning. Uh, the history of the ice cream sandwich. According to the book Sugar and Snow, A History of the Ice Cream, of ice cream making, the ice cream sandwich was first created in 1899. That's right, Joe. Early 19th or late 19th century by an unknown pushcart peddler in the Bowery neighborhood of none other than your favorite city, Joe, New York City. These sandwiches consisted of vanilla ice cream pressed between two thin gram wafers. The treat was revolutionary not only because it was handheld and portable, but also because the heat from the hands helped soften the ice cream, make it easier easier to eat. The only predecessor to the ice cream sandwich was a slice of vanilla ice cream cut from a larger slab known as an Oki Pokey that was sold by street vendors in London. Okay. I mean... There's a lot to unpack there. Why were they slicing ice cream? <laughs> I mean, it must have been very, very cold. This is the greatest invention since sliced ice cream. I, it, it sounds like ice cream was a little bit like ice cream was just actual blocks of ice. I think well, it might have been. I mean, I'm they probably with like didn't some have light vanilla fa- flavoring. Well, their refrigeration technology was probably not nearly as good as ours, so it's like they probably couldn't, could, you know, perfectly temperature control the freezer. So things it's probably were either like, hot or completely frozen. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> super, super cold. But there you go. That was first, and I mean. It's kind of interesting, but of all the sandwiches we've talked about, and you know, we remember the other sandwiches where they were talking about the um, the chicken salad sandwich and like the weird way it was created. Like mayonnaise wasn't a thing, so they were talking about like putting in the egg raw. The ice cream sandwich sounds pretty similar to exactly what was created in 1899. Except it makes you wonder what ice. The biggest wild card is what ice cream was like. It's true. It's true, and that. I guess uh, we'll never know. I wonder if it was one of those things like the banana where it used to be like way better. And then, you know, somehow over time it got worse and like all the flavor got taken. I think we'll never know what an actual ice cream tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's just much better now because ice cream now would be pretty hard to like slice in a line. Yeah. And also you're not worried about like softening it up so much. I, I also wonder, you know, ice cream may have been the same, but teeth were a lot worse. (laughs) Interesting. So Wait, like, do you think there's a correlation between those two? I think I think there's a total direct connection. Absolutely. Well, if you're biting through this actual ice, that is <laughs> yeah, not going to yeah. be good for your teeth. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why Washington wanted wooden teeth. <laughs> well, the question is: back then, could they have had? Okay, so back in the 18th century, they had milk, they had sugar. Did they – what is the magic thing that makes ice cream ice cream? I think there's salt in ice cream too. Is that what makes it work? Do you think they had ice cream in George Washington's time? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well, 
No, it's it's the ice that is hard. I mean, ice is hard to come by. Like, how did you make ice in 1790? I think you like cut off a block of ice from the Arctic and brought yeah, it you, down. Yeah, you'd find a place with ice exactly. Although I guess you didn't have to do that if these. <laughs> I forgot the Revolutionary War was in like Boston. They they probably had no problem finding ice and snow. But not in the summer when you want ice cream. So so you only eat summer in the or you only eat ice cream in the winter when it's <laughs> fucking freezing out. I guess. And that was one of the, the tough parts about the past. If you wanted something hot, you had to wait for it to be hot outside. <laughs> if you wanted something worst. cold, you had to wait for it to be cold outside. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very true. Yeah, but ice cream uh, way precedes that. Ice cream was apparently invented in China around 200 BC when a m- milk and rice mixture was frozen by packing it into snow. So there you go. Okay. So ice cream, George Washington might have actually broken his teeth on ice cream. We'll never know. We'll need to talk to Fanwich Josh about that. Or maybe Fanwich Josh did send in a little uh, ditty this week. So maybe he'll talk about George Washington and ice cream. We don't know. Next, Marmite. Marmite, uh, the product itself uh, was sort of a scientific discovery in the late 19th century, undated. But the brand... Marmite Food Extract Company was formed in 1902 in Burton-upon-Trent, Staffordshire, England. And they took this new scientific development of taking yeast and making it brewer's yeast and concentrating it and making it into a paste, which could be consumed. And um, the uh, Marmite, it its popularity spread. I mean, this is like a... Uh, funny thing for a a food stuff to become more popular but in 1912 vitamins were discovered and then (laughs) as it turns out marmite is full of them is full of vitamin b and all of the various good vitamin b's so they made the product existed and then 10 years later they discovered the concept of vitamins and then they discovered that this product was full of them, which really helped its marketing. And then um, it became part of, like, the rations in World War One, And, you know, basically it's this, like, disgusting paste that's super, super nutritious. So you could imagine for, you know, any, for um, any sort of civilization, especially, um, you know, in the 19th century or the early 20th century when nutrition wasn't the way it was if there's like the super nutritional thing like it doesn't even matter what it tastes like you know the army's gonna force you to eat it apparently it was curing diseases like berry berry whatever that is so it sort of started out as this thing that had very practical value in that it was full of vitamins tastes like crap or whatever you know the soldiers need it people need it especially if there are food shortages due to the war and and then I think it's just the type of thing, like the the exact type of thing with your dad, which is he thinks peanut butter is disgusting, but I'm sure he thinks things that we think are disgusting are really good. And I think it just people generations just had it, and then they just grew to like it or love it. It's it's odd that there was this like you know movement towards creating foods in paste form, like isn't isn't don't you get yeast in bread already? Like we've we found an ideal way to like get yeast into our body. Well, I, it doesn't the yeast get killed when you cook bread. Well, so or is bake this bread? Is marmite just a bunch of like live yeast 
growing around? That's gross. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, discovered that brewer's yeast could be concentrated, bottled, and eaten. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's alive or not. I, I get it for a World War One, World War Two context of like, hey, we need nutrition. It's like the easiest way to transport it is in paste form. But like for everyday living, it seems odd. Well, it's, it's sort of weird because like, um, you know, my wife is pregnant right now and she's taking these vitamins right now that are these giant like pills that she has to swallow. I don't know why if if the vitamin was a spread and she put it on a piece of bread and ate it, like, I don't know if that would be that much worse. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that much better either. Yeah, but I don't know. Is swallowing pills really like the most optimal way? Like, you know, if... If the vitamins, you know, when I was a kid, we had the like Flintstones vitamins and those things were delicious. You know, maybe Marmite is like that. I haven't eaten it yet. Maybe it's delicious. It's delicious and nutritious. That's why I prefer suppositories. (laughs) Well, you got to get the vitamins right into the bloodstream. (laughs) Absolutely. I actually like crushing my vitamins and snorting them. Yeah, just mainline those things. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Vegemite. Vegemite. So Vegemite. Uh. Vegemite, Vegemite and Marmite, same concept, same thing. Vegemite not invented until 1922. Um, and basically, they invented the same thing, but Marmite was already super popular in Australia. Or, and, and like I would assume Marmite was popular throughout the world because Marmite was the same, is basically the same thing. And Vegemite was basically a marketing play. Where it was like invented in Australia, and the guy who invented it, Fred Walker, he tried to like make it. He tried to basically win market share by saying, "Hey, Australia, I've invented this product that's exactly like the thing you already eat every day, but you get to come up with the name." So he had like a contest, and then somebody came up with Vegemite, although not much of a contest because the person who won it was actually his daughter who came up with the name. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible that that was rigged, but I guess maybe she just came up with the best name. It's possible. It's possible. Um, but anyways, comes up with a name. Nothing happens. Uh, Marmite, still the most popular product. And in fact, he changes the name from Vegemite to Parwell because it wasn't working. And he's like, you know, let's just try something new. Didn't work. You know, everybody's still eating Marmite in Australia. It doesn't matter. But then, this is what he figured it out. This is what solved it. In 1939, he created a limerick competition with substantial Uh prizes, including Pontiac cars. And that was the promotion that got people eating Vegemite. And then uh, sales of... And people started eating Vegemite uh, throughout the country. And then I think this is, like, why the his, like, marketing play was so genius, which is that the product is so similar to something you're already eating. So it's like, I think getting people to switch from Marmite to Vegemite wasn't that big of a hurdle once he got them to do it with the Limerick contest. And then they just kept eating Vegemite forever. And so then that basically, then Vegemite, the, the popularity of it soared. And then the same thing, uh, World War II happens, Vegemite is also popular. I'm not exactly sure why the various troops were eating Vegemite instead of Marmite during World War II. Maybe they were eating both, but 
uh, you know, comes out in, in wartime, it's big. People eat it. They find brand loyalty, and there you go. And so Vegemite growing strong, or grows strong from that, and still going uh, up until this day. Who won the Limerick contest? Was it his other daughter? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say, but that that actually, I want to see this. Uh, the Great Vegemite Limerick Challenge. Oh doesn't have it all right we'll, we'll work on that we'll post it in the subreddit if we can find it yeah i want to see the winning limerick too okay well those are pretty good histories yeah uh so that's yeah that's a history of of all of the products i think we've yeah we've gone over ours but you don't um um you don't rate that so okay so for this round what we're gonna do is rather than give it a, a numeric number i'm just gonna say which which sandwich wins the round all right you got to keep track of it, though. Why do I have to keep track of it? Because you're the host. All right, fine. I got it. I'll remember it. The sandwich with the best history is... You know what? I You know, I think... Uh, I think I like the Vegemite history. Because it's, it's like sneaky. It's like a marketing trick. It's not, it's not actually like... It, you know, it's a con. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it is a con. I think it. I think it's. I mean, if we, for this podcast, we're like, we will give a Pontiac car to a random listener, our viewership would, our viewership, our listenership would soar. Absolutely, absolutely. If we had a listener limerick contest, we would get one entry from, from Josh, from your sister. <laughs> now, as somebody. One of the rare people in America, I would say, who actually owned a Pontiac car. I you. did. I did. What do you what do you think was that a, a good idea to give a Pontiac car? Or do you think that would be a bad association with the brand? Not at all. I I love that Pontiac. And it was like vintage. It was it was the last it was, it was the last of the Pontiacs. That was a nice car. It was a little messy though, but Yeah, but that wasn't the Pontiac's fault. I mean that was you know, you can't really blame the car for that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Blame the user. You know what? Okay. I, I had it for a long time. Never changed oil. Seemed just fine. <laughs> Whatever happened to that car? I, I mean, I sold it when I got my, my minivan. Mm. Tough life, Joe. I know. And I think the dealership changed the oil, too. I'm never buying a minivan, Joe. Hear that right now. I, I wish I had bought one a long time ago. Like I'm not kids. doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm a sedan man. Okay. Next category. Right. Winner of the first round, Vegemite. Could the sandwich be in my regular rotation? Prep, availability, and health. Let's start with availability. I found all three of these goods, and I texted this to you. Marmite and Vegemite were literally right next to each other in the like foreign food section, which was amazing. It was by far the best moment of like convenience I've had in this entire podcast. And ice cream sandwiches... Uh, every supermarket in America has them. So for me, it, it, the availability of these goods could not be any higher. But if you're out at a restaurant, can you get any of these at a restaurant? <laughs> uh, they're not really restaurant food. So I don't, I mean, you, you can, this is just a weird thing where you can hold it against them that they're like available in every supermarket, but they're available in no restaurants. 
but like other things aren't available in every supermarket or, or, or have like construction required or, or cooking required. But yeah, I don't know. You know, you, you do the scorekeeping on it, but um, yeah, it's good. I mean, do you think they have Vegemite as like Vegemite toast in Australia and, and, and England? I'm sure they have it. Yeah, I'm sure there, but, but yeah, in San Francisco, like where, if you want to go out and say like, man, I really want a Vegemite sandwich, but I don't really feel like making it myself. Yeah, Is there that, any options for you? I would have to assume it would be none. I'm going to search on Yelp for Vegemite, uh, but I, I, I'm not uh, anticipating anything. But then, okay, let's get into the next category. Let's get into prep. Um, well, I mean, ice cream sandwiches are, are the easiest prep. You just take them out of the package. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, like how many, how many sandwiches that we talk about are pre-constructed? Yeah. Like there's, tr- there's the Uncrustable obviously, which is yep. more of a calzone. If a burrito was a sandwich, that exists in, like, the frozen food section, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the classic breakfast sandwich, that definitely exists in the frozen food section. Mm-hmm. But an ice cream sandwich, you almost, by definition, I guess you could make an ice cream sandwich. I mean, you could buy two cookies, and I- I'm sure people do that all the time, but, like, the majority of ice cream sandwiches are the pre-made kind. We're, like, the majority of of... Uh, maybe breakfast sandwiches are like that too. I don't know. The majority yeah. of burritos certainly aren't frozen burritos. No, I think. Yeah, I think classic breakfast sandwiches is is like the closest corollary, which is I do think it's like its primary consumption is um, this the entire sandwich itself being like frozen and and put in the microwave, or the like the most of it being frozen and put in the microwave. So what? So. So that I mean that is other than that one sandwich a fairly unique aspect to the sandwich, which which has to be a pro in the prep column. Yeah, I mean it's just it, it's for this particular type of thing. It, I mean it is like one hundred percent pre made, and and I think it's like a double win because it's it's the majority of it's pre made. But if you did want to make it, it's also not hard to make if you want to. Yeah, you know the other thing about pre made or not is that like. It, it's clear to me that a frozen burrito is much worse than a homemade burrito. Yes. I, I think – I don't think that a, a a frozen breakfast sandwich is bad, but probably, you know, a homemade one that you make exactly the way you want is going to be a lot better than, than the frozen version. Yeah. But, I think – and having made – I actually had made classic <laughs> breakfast sandwiches and made like a frozen variant with um, – with frozen sausage. I didn't have the frozen egg, but the the fresh one with an egg you've just cooked yourself, especially like if you make it your I mean you're an egg expert. Yeah. Put some cheesy eggs, yep. you get a, a freshly toasted uh, muffin or croissant. There's just no way a frozen thing's gonna be able to compete with that. But what I would contend is that a frozen ice cream sandwich is just as good as a regular ice cream sandwich that you make. Absolutely I I, I mean it might even be better. I think you know, having eaten a bunch of these sandwiches, there's like um, with regular ice cream, you sort of scoop it out of there and then it sort of starts melting immediately, sort of at the edges. Yeah. But these ice cream sandwiches, I don't know how they do it, but it like it holds together until the last bite. Well, you know, the big you know how they do it, right? I mean, it's obvious they're not scooping the ice cream. They're slicing it. <laughs> it's sliced ice cream. It's key, man. I think it makes all the so. Do you think when they make ice cream sandwiches, they just like slice like a like a 
five foot by five foot piece of ice cream out there. Yeah. It's like half an inch yeah. thick. They put on like a five foot by five foot thing of chocolate, weird, whatever that weird chocolate that have holes on it. Yeah. And then they just have like a metal machine that just chops. It's exactly right. I mean, that's why they use that weird chocolate is that it comes in two by fours. You just, <laughs> um, no, it comes like plywood. Yeah, four exactly. By eight. I think from now on, whenever I'm at like a party or like birthday or whatever, I'm going to ask for a slice of ice cream just to confuse people. If, if I was having the ice cream sandwiches, Emma, it just doesn't melt. Like, if I took, I, I really should do the test, and I should have done it as as research for this podcast. Is I should have taken a scoop of ice cream, like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, put it out, and put it on an ice cream sandwich, and just checked in ten minutes later, and just checked out the state of them. Because I honestly think that ice cream sandwich would look like exactly the same. Totally. Well, they use they use higher viscosity ice cream for the sandwich, I think. But I think that's exactly to your point of like it's just like. The, the pre-made specialized version of it is like a really good version. So, so that's got to be a big plus in availability or in, in prep. Now, I mean, the, the Marmite and Vegemite sandwich, especially the way that we made it, is barely behind the easy prep of a pre-made thing. Because literally all you do is take a spoon, spread it on bread. And I mean, I didn't even use two slices of bread. I just folded the bread in half here. That easy. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. It's yeah. There's there's just nothing to to to. I mean, I, honestly, I think if you consider in the ice cream sandwich, you have to like open the packaging. It yeah. it, it might like even yeah. out. It's it's it makes it darn close. So let's talk about health. Okay, I've got the nutrition facts for one of the. This is like the type of ice cream sandwich I had. The little one where it's like eight of them for like three dollars. Here we go. Hundred sixty calories. Five grams of fat. I mean, otherwise it's fine. Twenty-seven carbs and yeah. three grams yeah. of protein. Yeah, that's not so, bad. Oh, what's the sugar? Oh, yeah, the sugar is the problem. Fifteen grams of sugar. So, and yeah. it's like, look, I mean, it's a dessert, right? Yeah. But as far as like desserts go, it's not so bad. I mean, it, like just looking at this, it's completely fine. The fat is nothing. It's just too much sugar. But everything else, sodium's fine. Cholesterol's yeah. fine. Um, it's also sort of like a good fine. exercise in like portion control because, you know, if you have like, say I'm going to have ice cream for dessert, you're probably going to serve yourself too many scoops or like have too much, but like, and it's like, it's just a package. You just open it up. Portion you, control. Oh, I, I had two on occasion. <laughs> oh, well, that's a huge problem. They go, th- they're so, I mean, it, it is like a portion control thing. Cause after you eat it, you're just like, it's just, it's not much there. I mean, that sliced ice cream, somehow, it's, like, denser and never melts, but it also feels like it's got, like, less less density to it. So so what about the Marmite and Vegemite? What's the, what's the story with the health on that bad boy? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, that's... <laughs> you know, it's got a lot of vitamins. What do you want? It's true. It's true. Uh, All right. Okay, let's see. But I'm, I'm no, just going to okay. look up at look, it. Look, 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 look. I need to pick a winner for... I mean, you know it's healthy. It's like a superfood. Yeah. For could it be in my everyday rotation? And I think just based on not considering taste or flavor, just based on on availability alone, health, ease, I'm going to give it by an edge to the ice cream sandwich. All right, here. I'll just get, tell you the thing about... It's too this late. It's like marketing for veggie. It's done. It's done. But that's not the health. 
I'm not rating. I'm 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 rating. Could it be in my everyday low uh, rotation, which includes health? All right. Well, Vegemite. It says Vegemite boosts brain health, reduces fatigue, helps anxiety and stress, lowers heart disease risk, is low in calories, is high in protein, and uh, are there any health concerns? Okay, there's a little bit of sodium, but that's it. Bottom line, Vegemite. If you're looking for vitamins B1, B2, B3, and B9, you want Vegemite. And it's also got lots of B6 and B12. So if it's really it's crazy that it's just like all the B vitamins and nothing else. But uh, it's very good for that. Otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't seem to have a lot of anything else. Honestly, it does. It's not very caloric. I, it's almost like a vitamin paste. Like it's not there are yeah. not many calories. Yeah, maybe this was before pills were invented. It might have been because I'm just looking at it. It's like it's not. It says one teaspoon, so let's just upgrade that to one tablespoon full. One tablespoon of Vegemite is 30 calories. Like in, like in Nutella, which I think, like, the whatever I have here that's A, and again, no spoilers because you know what they are, A, one of these two looks exactly like Nutella. And, like, this amount of Nutella would be, like, 200 calories. <laughs> and for Vegemite, it's, like, 30 calories. And I'm sure it tastes just as good. Well, we'll find out. So what's the next know. category? Uh, am I going to skip taste? No, uh, no, no, no. We can do taste. That's fine. No, 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 no. Is it a first date sandwich? Ooh, okay. But I can't talk about this without knowing the taste. I think we have to do taste. I think we need to dive in. All right. Which Should I start with? Which one are you going to start with? You're going to start with the brown shiny one or the black paste one? But no spoilers. Both of mine are brown and shiny. Did you oh, get okay. two things of marmite? Okay. okay, no, I'll do the black. I'll do the black one. Yeah, I'm worried that you're gonna spoil me. Just no, by I saying. know which one it is. I'll do the black one. Uh, well, I know that's the problem. I know which one's which. We're gonna do the black one. But I don't. You see, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I'm worried you're gonna give it away. I'm not just gonna yell out with uh, what it is. You're just you gonna accidentally slip, like last week when I accidentally said that my child was a beep. Okay, ready. Yeah, I'm having the black. Wait, we shouldn't both eat at the same time. The other person should be talking while the other person is No, we is should eating. both do it. People like to hear us chew. I don't think people like that. All right, one. How do you count to three in, in, in Australian? I know how to do it in German. Okay. Hold I on, know how to that. do it in British. I, I, I'm going to take a bite. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't like that. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> it's salty. It's, it's really very salty. salty. Wow. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, it tastes like eating a fish's asshole. Oh. Jesus. Wow. That is, I think that was like the Vegemite challenge, which we did like 20 years ago, which was like put a heaping thing on a piece of bread and eat it. Oh, that's so salty. That's crazy. Do people like that? Wow. Okay. Let's try the other one. It can't be worse. The, the taste I don't even mind so much. It's just the saltiness. It's That's crazy. I don't like the taste. It tastes like stomach bile. Okay. And, okay. 
All right. Wow. All right. Let's 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 try the other one. I, I need to clear my palate with an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna go have one right after this. I I can't keep it with me because it it, it would have melted by now. I don't maybe not. Take, I don't want to take a bite of the other one. We have to. <laughs> this that is bad, Dan. It's part of this podcast. Come on. All right. All right. Ready? Count to three in Australian. The the other one actually smells better. I think. All right. Let's see. I I all right. I'm already gonna say. I think the first. I think A is Vegemite. But I'm going to try this one. Okay, okay, ready? One, two, three. Three. Ah. Oh. It's also very salty. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. 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 It's like chewier. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, I don't think that one's as salty. It's not as salty. Pretty bad though. Oh, it's bad. What is the taste of it? It's so bad. Oh my god! It's the like more salt- you chew, the worse it gets. It's like salty and bitter. I mean, oh god, ugh. It's I don't find that one nearly as salty, but God, that's bad. Oh ugh. my god, the taste is. Oh my god. I know. Ugh. Wow. Wow. Mm. What would need to be put on these to make that good? All right, I take back everything I said about just swallowing vitamins. That is clearly <laughs> much, much, I mean, much now preferable. it all makes sense. Now I know why they do it. Jesus Kill. Christ. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. I mean, they're both horrible in their own ways. A is just overwhelmingly salty, and B is, like, chewy and nasty. It's like... All right, so which one do you like better? I know which one's which. I, I, I'm, I'm already almost positive. I think A is Vegemite, and I think B is Marmite. I think A reminds me of my youth, and I think B... I don't, I don't know. It's just... It's the... The, like, rigidity of A was nice because it didn't, like, interact with my mouth as much. <laughs> but B, because it is, like, is, like, smoother and creamier, it's, like, it had more surface area as I was chewing it, which was just, it was just horrible taste after horrible taste. That's, so, so, uh, so, so A is only better because it's easier to swallow without tasting as much. Definitely. I think if I had to, if, right now, if I, I have to... Have a bite of one of those two. Like to me, A is just like, and like to me, A, the overwhelming taste is saltiness. Whereas I think for B, the overwhelming taste is like disgustingness. Uh, I think I like B a little bit better, just because it's a little bit less overpowered. It's it's slightly less flavor. Right, I'm looking at it. I I need to know. All right, but I would say I think between the two, A is better. But again. In the in the land of uh, the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Yeah, okay, I'm right. That's what I thought. Good for Megan. Oh, she switched it up. I had like laid them out in uh, one way, and she she flipped them. She's tricky. All right, yeah. I'm gonna go try an ice cream sandwich. Uh, I gotta go go grab it from the freezer though. Well, by comparison, hold on a second. Well, you know, you never know. You didn't eat it. You could have just left it out right next to you. It would have been fine still. Even we hadn't talked about the sliced ice cream phenomenon. I didn't know. Hold on. 
Keep keep talking. We'll be back in a second. All right. Okay, so we the great mystery has been solved. Yeah, I think I think the Vegemite is better. I think the the Australians got it right here. I think that guy is underselling it. He he said the marketing thing was all about the name, but I think his key was to put enough sodium in there to sort of overwhelm the flavor. So, folks at home, it's just me and you. Let's see which has more sodium. Let's see if my taste bud is correct. So, Vegemite sodium content. 166 milligrams of sodium per 5 gram serving of Vegemite. Wow. How do I find the Uh sodium content of Marmite? I'm trying Uh to tell the folks at home whether I was correct uh, in my sodium. Okay. Marmite, 4 grams of Marmite has 200 milligrams of sodium. Oh, no. Five. Wait. Oh, no. I think I'm wrong. Well, whatever. Then if that's... if. That's it. The Vegemite's just a much better combination of these things. But it's also like the flavor that we're tasting is not exactly like – it's not exactly sodium. Like – Maybe like, my it, it's just tasted like sodium at first because I was so overwhelmed. When I had the Marmite, I was like my taste buds have been shocked and I couldn't tell anymore. I think it's like – it's like a weird – it's like a weird flavor. It's like it's not. It's not quite salty. It's it's some other flavor that just we're not we're not used to in our. It's like you would look at it and be like, oh, like yeah, that it tastes salty, but that's actually like, you know, magnesium or something. No, 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 <laughs> no. Know. It's like, they're they're oh, both. I'm looking pure, it up. They're it's both pure like, cobalt. They're both very high in salt. I think for the. Um, for the people at home, if you're trying them for the first time, I, I think, um, I mean, it says Vegemite is high in sodium. Originally at a salt content of 10%, the amount has since been lowered to 8%. Well, is good. 8% salt. That is yeah. so much salt. All right, I'm going to try a, the ice cream sandwich. I think salt water is like 2% salt or something. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ice cream sandwich is better, Dan. I wish I had an ice cream sandwich right now. Uh, it really, and I got Marmite flavored ice cream too. It's risky, but then the salt might be good, as you said. Salt is one of the key ingredients in ice cream. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the winner of this category is the ice cream sandwich. Man, I, I, my but memory was two, like, I prefer I prefer Marmite a little bit more. I'm a I'm a Vegemite man. Wow. I do remember, you know, having it 20 years ago in the Vegemite challenge of like, can you eat a piece of bread with Vegemite on it? And honestly, just looking at this piece of bread that I've taken one bite out of and knowing that it would be about 10 more bites to finish that piece of bread. I, I don't think I, I, I would, couldn't do it. That would be so hard to do. But I thought, you know, when I was a kid and I remember tasting beer and I was like, oh, this is disgusting. And you would t- like... Hard alcohol was like, how could anybody drink this? And now it's like, you know, I can drink whiskey no problem and it would enjoy it. But this has not become enjoyable. I guess it is an acquired taste, right? It must be. It just the smell is just really quite bad. All right. 
Does the sandwich taste good? What are your scores? Or you're just picking the winner. So Vegemite won history. Ice cream sandwich won regular rotation. In retrospect, very good choice. Ice cream sandwich won taste. <laughs> Is it a first date sandwich? Whew. Now, I'll tell you, this is actually one of the few times that I think the sandwich actually could make sense. Because I'll tell you, you're going on a date. Mm-hmm. You, you get a drink. Goes well. But you're doing your smart move and you're just being like, all right, you know, let's cut. You know, let's, we had a drink. We hung out for an hour. Let's just save this for the second date. But you're walking her home. Or you're walking her to, the, to public transportation or something. And look, there's a, an ice cream place. You go in and you're like, oh, I'd like some ice cream. But, you know, I, you know, we, we got to keep walking to public transportation or something. Yeah, 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 totally. You get, I, get an ice cream sandwich there. I think that's completely fine. I mean, who's, how is that bad on a date? You're eating sweets. You're, you're enjoying yourself. You're like, you found a new place to interact. You can see... You know, maybe. I mean, the question is: Do like ice cream stores sell ice cream sandwiches? Totally. I, yeah, I think so. They're like kind of like artisan ice cream sandwiches, but that's even better, I think. Yeah, I think so. The one thing I'll say about the ice cream sandwich: this weird chocolate wafer business that we talked about. Um, it sort of leaves a weird like residue on your fingers, <laughs> and like sort of all like in your mouth too. Yeah, it's not. It's not a pleasant cookie. Like I, I think the 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 chocolate chip cookie version of it is better but that sort of leads to other problems of like texture you know they have to like kind of bite hard to bite through yep. the cookie yep but then but then you're biting too hard for the ice cream yep yep and you get the you get the uh brain freeze definitely because you've like you gear yourself up and then you get too much teeth exposure to the ice cream I, yeah i mean you have to bite hard for the cookie it's you know it's it's a real design flaw in the ice cream sandwich and i know we've been singing its praises because of the relative comparison to the marmite and an easy matchup <laughs> but 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 it is a problem uh in terms of first date paint me your scenario where you're eating a vegemite or marmite sandwich on a first date well you're you're in uh australia or england i mean if you did this in the united states you'd be this is insanity <laughs> <laughs> like that's not gonna go well but, you know, the, I think the picture would be you're having, like, an afternoon date, and you're both used to this, and you're like, uh, oh, I need a light snack for our date. Uh, how about a Marmite toast or something? But even still, avocado toast, much better choice. Maybe it's like a fun, like, you know, maybe you're doing the Vegemite challenge on, on your date. Yeah, but... What what is what is being gained from this? It's an odd first date move to be like, let's see if we can eat something gross. It's you're gonna have disgusting breath. <laughs> it's you're, it's you're like giving you like, vitamins. What you're what gonna is feel the point? like bloated and dehydrated from having so much salt. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you might keel over. I mean, if you have any heart condition, I mean, maybe that's the reason to do it as like a stress test. Okay, what if you're dating an Australian girl or or guy? And you're trying to seem like hip, but where? What's the situation when this is happening? I mean, as we just, as we talked about, no store or restaurant's ever going to have this. Okay, so you're dating an Australian person, and okay, not ideal, but they're like, oh, hey, we're gonna, you know, uh, we're going to this um, 
this musician in the park. It, it, it's a concert, outdoor concert. Why don't you pack some sandwiches? And you want to seem hip, and you want to like be culturally responsive to them. So you so you pack Vegemite. Well, I mean, one advantage, considering that it's ten percent salt, it needs no no preservatives whatsoever. Uh, it might actually preserve all the food surrounding it just by by proximity. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, look, if if people in Australia actually like consume this and are fine with it, then I think it could be like a clutch move. If you could like show that you could like eat this without wincing, yeah. I think that would be a big power play. But I think that's a very very specific situation. Uh, yeah, I think ice cream sandwich wins this category too, Dan. I'm just looking at these. I'm really, I want them away. I'm done. I may try one with some ice cream on it. Oh, that's a, that's interesting. I'm I I am interested to like try them together, but I don't want to take another bite. It's bad. Okay. Hey, is this sandwich a monster? Here we go. Sandwich Josh is back. Let's hear what he has to say. Okay. Two sandwiches. New format. Back to once a week. There's a lot going on. Um, as far as the monstrosity of these, well, first of all, ice cream sandwich. A dessert cannot be a monster. Unless it has bacon or something weird. But, you know, that's that's definitely not monstrous. Vegemite. Marmite made of yeast, that's pretty not monstrous. So this is a this is a pretty good week for this category. Um, Vegemite is something near and dear to my heart as someone who moved to Australia and has tried to, to get along with Vegemite, but I just I can't do it. One tip if you're a beginner, though, is to have it with a lot of butter. That makes it a bit more palatable. And, and for me, I, I don't mind it too much in that case. Uh, but as far as monstrosity, I mean, come on. Yeast is, uh, I don't know, is that a, you know, I don't know if that's animal, mineral, or vegetable, but it's it's somewhere in between all of those, so that's that's not too bad. And, uh, you know, ice cream sandwich can't be bad, obviously. Um, there's some dairy in there, but that's fine. As far as the head-to-head matchup, I'd go with, you gotta love dessert, so I'm gonna give the edge to the ice cream sandwich. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> I thought the dairy would have pushed push the ice cream sandwich you know further behind josh is like really dairy's fine i mean he's putting dairy in the same category as and it is true what is yeast i don't even know what yeast is like clearly it is alive in some sense yeah, it's like a live culture yeah yeah, yeah yeah it does something but it's not an animal i think it's it's like gelatin is gelatin an animal i don't think gelatin's a thing well gelatin's alive i don't think so i think gelatin's just like a i think gelatin's a mineral no, 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 no. Gelatin is an animal byproduct. I think they make it from hooves. But I think they, I think it's like my nails are, are not animals anymore. They're minerals. Yeast is doing something. I think yeast, I don't know if yeast is an animal or a plant, but yeast is like alive. At I think some it point. was right. I think it was accurate when I said it's a live culture. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I just think gelatin is not although i don't know why we're talking about gelatin not gelatin's not in any of the things we're talking about i know gelatin is 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 technically alive because that's why um it's not kosher or you can't have it with dairy or whatever gelatin it's it's not alive i don't think that's the reason isn't it because it's like an open hooved animal or something no no gelatin is 
I mean, it does like state change when you put it in the refrigerator, which I think is pretty crazy. But I don't think it. All right. Fanwich is out there. Let's rank them in order of being alive. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Vegemite, Marmite, ice cream sandwich, or Jello, and gelatin. <laughs> is there? Can you? Is there a sandwich made out of gelatin? Uh, I'm sure there's like a Jello sandwich. Yeah. What? I don't think gelatin? so. But what would it? What would be the two? Like, what would be the uh, the outer layers of that? More Jello. Jello on Jello. Oh, you Different can mix the jello. jello. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But you yeah. use sliced jello, not scoop jello. But you can put scoop jello in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Just not for the outside edges. Yeah, jello also, it it does seem when you slice it, it like has a lot more rigidity to it than when it's scooped. Yeah. There might be something to that. Maybe It's all about I the want... viscosity, baby. I wonder if slice ice cream could be a thing. That could be the million dollar idea that comes out of this podcast. Oh, like, man, if, if, if you had a sliced ice cream food truck, the hipsters would love that. Like, why isn't ice cream sold in pre-cut little segments that it's like, instead of scooping the ice cream out of the sort of, like, cylindrical container? And by the way, cylindrical container, giant waste of space in, in, the, in the, both the, like, packing it in the trucks and the, the freezer section. If it's, it's square. I say, I say pyramids all the way pyramids mm, well then it's like upside down right side up and then you, wait the pyramids not well the pyramid can be sliced but then it's like one slice is gonna be really big and then like the last slice is gonna be really really small well now hold on when you say slice are you thinking like a slice like a slice of pizza or a slice like like using like a deli turkey slicer yeah i'm thinking like imagine ice cream like a loaf of bread where it would be like one foot long by six inch wide by six inch wide and you're like, I want some ice cream tonight. And you just open it up and just like peel out a like six inch by six inch by one inch thing of ice cream. You put it right into your bowl and that's it. You're like eating that ice cream. And is it pre-sliced for you like bread is? Yeah, it's pre-sliced. That's the, that's the whole magic of it. You open the container and then like one slice of ice cream comes out and that's it. You don't need to scoop anything, which by the way, scooping is annoying. You have to, you've got an ice cream scoop. It gets, you know, if you don't, you have to use spoons. Sometimes the spoon like bends because it's hard to get into the ice cream. Either way, you have another uh, thing you have to wash. Yes, sir. Can you imagine, can you imagine if, if every time you wanted bread, you had to scoop bread? Yeah, it'd be terrible. Or if every time you had to get bread, you had to slice bread. I mean, slice bread is a brilliant invention for an obvious reason that nobody wants to be cutting their own bread. I'm actually starting to think that sliced ice cream already exists, and it is the ice cream sandwich. Like, maybe that's why the stupid black thing that surrounds the ice cream is so dumb and lame, because it doesn't matter. The fact that the ice cream is sliced is, like, all the innovation necessary to make it salesworthy. I don't know if I've ever agreed with you more than in this conversation. I I think if we... Get a good flavor of ice cream. Get rid of the cracker that's not doing anything. I mean, I guess that makes it portable. But does ice cream need to be portable? Uh, no. Ice cream's not really that portable now. I mean, the ice cream sandwich. Well, maybe you, like, put, like, a toothpick in it. 
You're back with the toothpicks. I, I mean, I think, I think to be honest, I think we're inventing popsicles. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> popsicles are not ice cream. <laughs> we're like inventing fudgicles. Oh, fudgicles. Yeah, actually, I guess you're right. <laughs> but they have like a hard chocolate coating. But I guess that even makes them better. Yeah, I think we would have gotten there eventually. We said, oh, well, let, well, you should wrap it in something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I should just get those instead of buying pints of ice cream. I think they're I better. Think, I mean, that's having the ice cream sandwiches. I'm just like, this is better than ice cream. If it weren't. Well, yeah. I mean, if it weren't for the weird chocolate residue. Yeah. Like if it were good. Yeah. And the vanilla is like sort of bland. But like it's it's. They have different flavors. Like they have like mint chocolate chip. They have cookie dough. It's very good. All right. So what's the category? What are we talking about right now? Sandwich a monster. You've got oh. a Josh. Oh, I disagree with Josh. Clearly, clearly the one that doesn't involve animals. Well, we don't know if they're animals. That's, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Now, fine. I'll just default to Josh. Ice cream sandwich wins again. Where does yeast even come from? It's just bacteria. Isn't it? I think yeast also comes from a hoof. <laughs> I don't think so. I think yeast comes from the air. The like air? You can, yeah. If you have, like, bread, you can just leave it out, and it'll just, like, attract yeast. I think you have to put... I don't, I don't think that's... I don't think that's right. Uh, that's definitely right. It'll attract yeast. That's a thing. All right. You put bread out, yeast comes to it. I, I swear to God. Well, poor yeast is just coming to hang on the bread, and then people are cooking it. It's no, it's, it's not the poor yeast. The yeast is in the air, desperately seeking that bread. And when it finds the bread, it's so excited. I, and I think the initial generation of yeast that finds the bread is fine. It's just like future generations sort of. Oh, they know. take the brunt of things. <laughs> they get, it's, it's very similar exactly to what's happening on the planet Earth right now. <laughs> Those first generations, they live it up, not a care in the world. Yeah. Things are getting hotter. They're like, ah, no worries. Okay, Joe. Celebrity pink search. What? Okay, so as we talked about in our World Cup podcast, Australia generates massive amount of celebrities for its footprint, for its global footprint. There's got to be some Vegemite stories here. Well, and, I mean, look, look. Here's the thing. Vegemite is already a famous song lyric. Like, how many, how many sandwiches have a song, you know, that, ha- that references the sandwich? But what's the song? I come from a land down under. That uh, he just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Oh, wow. That is good. Like, think about uh, it. I'm going to, well, let's see if I, I edit that in. That would be nice to edit in at this point. Hopefully I do. Okay. Okay. TMZ. Vegemite. Okay, it's a video. We're not going to watch a video because that doesn't make for good podcasting. Headline, Jean-Claude Van Damme does not like Vegemite. Well, I I think that's not a surprising headline to me. If somebody did like it, that would be surprising. (laughs) Should I I read this story or we just, we feel good about this? Luke Steele loves Vegemite. This is your category. Sounds like a porn star name. So, Jean-Claude Van Damme doesn't like it. This porn star does like it. Let's check out Marmite. Oh, but Luke Steele's Australian. 
That does not count. Is he? I don't know who that is. Luke Steele is an Australian musician, singer, and songwriter. He is the vocalist and primary songwriter of the alternative rock band The Sleepy Jackson. Ooh, I do like The Sleepy Jackson. Name one song by The Sleepy Jackson. Uh, their self-titled album, Sleepy Jackson and the and the and the Sleepy Jackson and and the Glenn Steele Five. <laughs> His name is Luke Steele. <laughs> That's what's weird about it. Look, it's very experimental. Oof. Sleepy Jackson does not have a self-titled album. You blew it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, ooh. Okay. Apparently, Marmite spread. It gets has got into a Twitter feud with Vegemite. So this is two and one. Over the sponsorship of... The Australian, some kind of oh oh the cricket team. Ooh. Oh, that's a big deal. That is, that is, and apparently. Wait, so is the cricket team sponsored by Marmite? They are sponsored by Marmite. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Bold move by Marmite. They're trying to make up for Marmite had a lock on the market like eighty years ago. Then they let. But up. they realized that it, that they lost due to, due to good marketing. Yeah, but it's, this is brilliant. Just get people to switch. I mean, although I do, I I do find the Vegemite preferable. So I'm not sure. I think I think Vegemite did have the one advantage, which is he's like he's like I've made a version of it that's not nearly or it's like not as bad. <laughs> so like you're supporting Australia, and it's a little bit better. Okay, who's who's Jackie Warner? I don't know. Okay, well, apparently Jackie Warner, oh, who starred in the in a Bravo fitness show. Jackie Warner is an American fitness trainer best known for participation in Workout, a Bravo TV reality show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She looks pretty fit, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, apparently she was arrested for a DUI. Uh... She took it. She took an Ambien, and then drove. And um, oh, this is interesting. Her blood alcohol was point one one over legal limit. We've learned she was released. She went home and found empty beer cans in the fridge. Again, she says she has no recollection. She doesn't remember drinking the beer. Doesn't remember leaving the house even. Have and you says, ever taken an Ambien? No. No. Have you ever uh, taken any sleeping pill of any kind? No, I also I've I've never had a, p- a problem falling asleep anywhere. Yeah, at any time. I've never done it either, and I just don't, and I do have problems falling asleep. I just really don't understand like why people do it. But you also have, was... never have to wake up for anything. You just yeah, stay up as late as you mean, want. That's, that's the other reason why I would never do it. Listen though, Jackie, her best argument may involve ice cream. Before getting arrested, Jackie had walked into a Seven Eleven without pants and bought an ice cream sandwich. Something most people would never do in their right mind. So her defense was that she was so zonked out because of Ambien, she was even walking around pantsless to buy ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, but I've seen many people in college who are drunk also walking around pantsless. So that is like not – that's the problem with the defense of being like this couldn't have been me. Like I, I was out of my mind. The, the fact that you're also drunk like, unfortunately, like invalidates that entire defense. Well, no. Look, look. As an attorney – 
I would say, I think the sweet spot is you say, look, her blood alcohol level of 0.11 wasn't drunk enough to be doing something like that. So she must have been under, like, so it was this other thing that was causing, causing her to have, you know, this reaction. I just, I think for somebody who like doesn't drink a lot, which I'm sure she doesn't is a huge fitness person as a blood alcohol level of 0.11. She is probably like completely drunk out of her mind. Like, if you had a point one one, or I did, it probably wouldn't be nearly as big of a deal. First of all, because we're men, and I think alcohol affects us less at the same blood alcohol content. And B, because, you know, I think we probably drink more than she does. I think I'm going to give this category to Marmite for being, you know, you know, for winning that sweet cricket sponsorship. All right. So, so every – so let's just go over this here. History with the sandwich – you gave a winner to nobody. History, you gave to Vegemite. Regular rotation, you gave to Ice Cream Sandwich. First date sandwich, I think you gave it to Ice Cream Sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Sandwich tastes good. I think it was close, but you gave it to Ice Cream Sandwich. By the sandwich a monster. You gave it to Ice Cream Sandwich. The Bing search, but now you've given to Marmite. Bookends. So Marmite and Vegemite each with one. Ice cream sandwich with four. All right. Uh, Jay, I am sorry that we have to do this, but we're going to put something that's going to melt and get ice cream over your sugary ice cream over your cutting board. It's sliced. Don't worry. It won't melt. And two disgusting. Well, it depends how long it's on there. I think after like two hours, it'll melt. But I guess we'll go faster than that. And two really disgusting things that I hope do not get on there. And I hope they wash off easily. But let's put the Marmite sandwich, the Vegemite sandwich, and I'm, I think I'm like getting a headache from <laughs> just having these things. Because I can still like, every time I breathe on the microphone, I can still like, the saltiness is still there. And I, I just have plain water yeah. here. I'm out of LaCroix, so I don't have anything to like get, get this flavor out. I'm worried I'm going to accidentally eat more of it. <laughs> Boy, that is not a concern I have whatsoever. All right, so they're all three on the the cutting board. Uh, we got to decide: do any of them, or all of them, or any subset of them, make it to the Weed Sixteen, or do they get sent off to whatever the place we figured out where they go? Oh, uh, Tony suggested to me that the the sandwiches in in honor of uh, Byron Leftwich, who came up last week. The the sandwiches that don't make it to the Weed Sixteen are Leftwich behind. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, well, Dan, I mean, what's your... Or maybe they're the left witches. Maybe that's what he said. Whichever well, one of those makes more sense. Uh, which is your... Should I move forward all three? None of the three? What's your, what's your expert recommendation? Well, here's what I would say. Sandwich made of ice cream? More like, that's a pipe dream. Because I don't think the ice cream sandwich has any chance to compete for the final prize. However, I'll say this. In any other normal matchup, I think this would have gotten blown out and long forgotten about. But because of the Vegemite and Marmite were so horrifically bad, by comparison, all I say is, you know what? Let's give ice cream sandwich a chance. It's fun. It's different. And look, when it gets the Weed 16 and it's facing tougher competition, is it going to uh get through i don't know maybe i mean maybe if we do an it's it's or, or a higher class ice cream sandwich but probably not but look i think this 
isn't necessarily a matchup-based thing, but I think it's sometimes in our new format, we should look at the matchup. And Ice Cream Sandwich just crushed this matchup. I mean, out of the six categories, it won four of them. That's huge. And it won all of them, I think, you know, running away. So I say, look, it's a pipe dream that it's going to win. But given this particular matchup, given how badly it trounced its competition, and look, given the potential of some different upgraded variants of it for the Wheat 16, I say, let it through, give sliced ice cream a future chance, and Vegemite and Marmite, God help us. I am taking those bottles and throwing them away. Wow. I mean, you really, uh, you gave me a lot to think about, Dan, because I was ready to say none of these three make it through. I think there's a good logic to it. But as you're you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, here's the problem with the ice cream sandwich. It's sort of a flawed sandwich, as we were talking about. It doesn't have, you either have that weird, weird, you know, chocolate bread cookie, which is not good, with the air holes. Or you have a chocolate chip cookie and you have sort of the frozen chocolate chip problem. Yeah, yeah. But it it does make me wonder, and this is why I, I do think it might be worth moving it on. Is there a sweet spot of a cookie that is chewy enough that it that that it doesn't cause a texture problem but not that weird chocolate wafer thing does it exist i don't know yeah i think it's like the tough problem is i can make chocolate chip cookies and put ice cream in it but i can't get sliced ice cream like that just doesn't exist outside of the ice cream sandwich so i think if we could source sliced ice cream we can make fresh cookies but the problem is I can't, I can't get the, I don't, I just don't think there's a way to get the ice cream right. You know, Look, I the, think, I think that the ice cream sandwich deserves at least a shot at what the best version is because whether or not it's the best sandwich, it might be the best delivery system for ice cream. I mean, maybe in the, that future wheat 16 episode, we'll have to go to the sandwich lab and see what we can do. I love it. I love it. All right, Dan. Let's move it on the menu. Put in the put in the wheat sixteen. Wow, Vegemite and Marmite. I assume. I mean, this might kill your compost bin. Like it's like salting the earth. Marmite, more like yeah, right. It's not going on the menu. All right. Uh, that's it. Right. Pick next week's sandwiches. Sandwiches, plural, Dan. Yeah, that's what I said. Sandwiches. Right. Now, now this past week, after we spun, we said, what's the ideal matchup? And we got it. Do you think it lived up to the matchup? Not really. It wasn't a tough, tough no. competition. No. But, you know, I thought the Vegemite Marmite would have been fun. And it was, it was, that was definitely my idea. It was a uh, mistake. It wasn't fun. No. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was just a wasted slot. So uh, let's right, do let's it spin. now. Then. I'm ready. Boom. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. I'm rooting for that chicken parm, man. Oh, that would be good. That's gonna be so good. I would. I would like a good sandwich. Wow. Ooh. 
Okay. Not sure exactly offhand what that is. A Monte Cristo. I feel like I submit. Oh, I did submit this. Yeah, I mean, you wrote Monto Cristo. <laughs> the Monto Cristo. This is exciting. It is a ham and cheese sandwich surrounded by French toast. Oh, that's going to be good. Okay. I mean, I feel like if I'm if I'm picking what the competition would be, we'd be doing some kind of croque monsieur or croque madame as like a good, like you know, because they're very similar. But let's see. Let's see what comes up. I think we should do something completely different. Like a sloppy I mean, joe. Up to us. I mean, don't put it out there in the universe, Joe. Ooh, I'm excited about the Monto Cristo. <laughs> yeah, Sloppy Joe's right next to it on the wheel. That's why you said that. Oh, wow. This is a banner week next week. Wow. Jeez. No, in two weeks. Two taking weeks. a break. I'm glad we have two weeks because this is a lot. Okay, and then this, I mean, this is going to be good. So in, um, in between now and when we record this, I'm going to be driving all the way down to los angeles with none other than fanwich tony and fanwich tony is the absolute expert in this second sandwich which has been picked the philly cheesesteak so i will definitely have to find the the finest philly cheesesteak in all of los angeles or all of the the west coast to give that the the ample or the the full shot wow the Monto Cristo versus the Philly cheesesteak. That's wow. exciting. I'm excited. I'm glad we have two weeks to plan this. Yeah, we have two weeks to figure it out. And uh, there you go. Anything else? Any other business to attend to? I don't think so, Dan. All right. Well, time to put the bread away or the weird uh, chocolatey brown things with holes on it, as it were, until next week. Joe Picks is Sandwich, part of the Joe Picks Podcast Network. To listen to all of our podcasts, go to JoePicksPod.com or join the lively discussion on our, lively discussion on our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Joe Picks. If you want to talk about what we got right or wrong with the Vegemite sandwich, the Marmite sandwich, or the ice cream sandwich, or if you have a strong feeling about next week's sandwiches, the Monte Cristo or the Philly cheesesteak, leave a comment on the Reddit page or email us at sandwich at JoePicksPod.com. Special thanks to Fanwich Josh for research. His book, Red Me Republic, is on bookshelves everywhere and is available to buy on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Also, thanks to Fanwitch Jeff, doer of research, lawyer of music, for the theme song. And we are mourning his lost hard drive that seems beyond recovery. Rest in peace, hard drive. You did good work. And Fanwitch Julia, second of her name for the logo. Final thanks to Fanwitch Shea for letting us borrow his cutting board for our final ruling. I sincerely hope no Vegemite or Marmite got on there. Leave us a five-star rating in the iTunes store so others can find this podcast. Joe! See you in two weeks. Dan, two weeks. Later, buddy. Mm-hmm.